Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming to you live from atop the lavender town radio tower. It's the one and only Buckle Podcast. It's Buckle! Buckle! It's Buckle! Buckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Buckle! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again! Yeah. Listen to the show with a phone and a It's Buckle! Buckle! Oh yeah! And welcome to the 303rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my well-meaning co-hosts, Scrum. And the fluffiest whimsicott. And as always, we're bringing you the Puckle Podcast, the podcast that comes out every week where we talk something about Pokemon, whether it be the video game, the trading card game, uh, the competitive scene. That's more in the battle cast now, but we still get hit upon it here now. Um, and let's see what else is there. I mean, we talk spinoffs, we talk fandom, we talk go anything, everything Pokemon. So Especially we're things that aren't always Pokemon. That I mean, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about a lot of things here. We are well meaning, right? <laughs> We're well meaning. Always. We we mean to talk about Pokemon, but we don't always. Yes. And so uh let's start how I do every week. What have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? It's been a while since both of you were on the show. I actually have the sheet up. I can tell when people were on the show. Uh <laughs> Yeah. All right. So uh first things first. We need to talk about the draft league, and that's what I've been doing mainly. Uh, you know, like getting my teams together. Dude, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun because I'm doing it too, obviously. And you and I played yeah. each other the other week. Um, not this past week, but the week before that. It's actually going to be... Don't remind me, Thatch. Uh, <laughs> that was a good match. As much as as much salt as you have, I think that was a well-played match on both sides. Yeah, And I think that was I think that was a fantastic match. So much of a fantastic match that if people aren't following our YouTube channel already, Puckle Podcast... Uh, they should go do that because we've been posting specific. We've been posting about three matches per week for the Puckle Draft League uh, on the YouTube. Uh, ours is going to be the one that's up on Tuesday. Oh, cool! Uh, we uh, the ones that were selected. I don't select them. Geo typically selects them. I trust him because he like binges all of the videos, okay. and so then he's just like, "Oh, I found three of them that I think are really good," and I'm like, "Okay, let's go with it." And okay. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, so he he's, he thought our match was pretty good, so he's like, I want to go ahead with that one. I'm like, works for me. 
Okay. Uh, so, but so that's uh, that's going to be the one up on Tuesday. We're, I'm doing three of them a week right now: Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So watch out for that. Subscribe if you haven't already. You'll get the little notifications. Click the bell. Be part of our notification notification squad. Uh, <laughs> we could do. We we could say all the YouTube tropes, right? Uh, smash that <laughs> like button. Uh, smash that like button really helps me out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, already subscribed to that. Oh, is it? Oh, I was I was making a joke in the Discord earlier this week about the YouTube since we are like making content now on a somewhat regular basis, and mm-hmm. um, I was making jokes about telling people in the Patreon uh, backers chat to like uh, just click all the ads, you know, and uh, and apparently I I wasn't very clear and to- it's just like a it's a story of tone not working really well on the internet um through text <laughs> because like snag's like are you sure we should be pushing this i'm like oh man i should have made that more clear it was a joke uh and so and and so because he's just like you should we sure we should be pushing this i'm like man we made like 50 cents from ad revenue we're not making any money off youtube <laughs> i don't care if they click the ads or not <laughs> why do my cookies say i need a special services plumber now well considering one of your biggest fans eg me uses adblock yeah we're never gonna get anywhere you can't tell anybody (laughs) that's illegal what are you talking about uh it's illegal seriously no it's not it's not not illegal it's not not i'm just making you feel bad so you stop using it and then click all the ads Uh, (laughs) that way we can make that way we can website no, you have to understand. I, I understand. used to have it turned you... off for YouTube because I want to support content creators that I like. Yeah, but, but then Patreon. Google knows like that I'm a woman and that mm-hmm. I'm 34. And so every single ad was somehow about pregnancy. Do I want to get pregnant? Do I not want to get pregnant? Oh, my gosh. Horrifying. No, I, I will tell you <laughs> so that I, I, ad I, have, I have an ad blocker. Uh, as well, and I have it specifically. This is this is no joke. I have an ad blocker specifically for Bulbapedia. Um, <laughs> like that is that is the reason I have an ad blocker because Bulbapedia was uh, Bulbapedia's ads are just so bad. Like uh, it has so many ads on the page. You, I, I can't even believe it. Like let me, I'm gonna pull up a Bulbapedia page here right now. Um, Let's say let's talk about Mudbird. While you uh, do that, but like, Ron, have you been doing anything else? In yeah, I'm sorry. That was a big. That was a big like divergence. We were My talking fault. about how the internet Trying works. To fix it. <laughs> yeah, uh, sort of as a news segment, we're gonna save uh, that part for upcoming stuff in Puckle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I've been soft resetting for various legendaries to like round out my collection. Ooh. Yeah, I still need to finish Marshadow. Okay. Wait, no, Marshadow is oh, not out in the US right. yet. It's not out in the US yet. It's only out in Strong's game. I was in Japan. So. I was yeah. in Japan. I got the code, man. Yo, boy. I mean, it's coming out That's in the US here in like the next few weeks, so I'm not too worried. I'm ahead of the game. It's also Woo! it was it was like quick band to Ubers, so I'm not even worried about it. I've also seen the Pokemon movie before any of you, so I can spoil it. I already read the synopses. It's all good. Yeah. It's good. You should see it. I, I I read the plot and it looks pretty good. So I, I am. I mean, I plan on seeing it. I think I think Tanamon's coming down, and I think uh, Beaverlaw and I are going to go see it. I think Beaverlaw, I and Tanamon right now are, are coming to see it. So if anybody wants to go see the Pokemon movie in Columbus, Ohio, hit me up. We're getting a group together. <laughs> we're going to go see the Pokemon movie. I think it's. I think we're going to go see it on like one o'clock on that Sunday. I think it's November uh, November fifth. 
let me let me double check my calendar now. Um, yes, November fifth, twelve fifty five is when the showing is. So if you're looking to go see Pokemon movie, go see Pokemon movie November fifth. Um, with Thatch, with Thatch, with Thatch and Beaverla and Tanamon. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, just if you're if you're if you're close to Ohio, if you're close to Columbus, Ohio, obviously, like don't make a special trip for this. Like this, like if you're gonna make a special trip to come and see me, come during PuckleCon, you know. <laughs> so like, or if you're Scrawn, come during Puckle Ten. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we got some stuff planning. We, we've got like planning stuff for Puckle Ten, uh, which is good. Which is good. We'll talk about that Woo-hoo! more as it gets closer. Because yeah, I mean, we, I, I'm super hyped for it. Uh, I do need to finish doing the one project I started for it, and then I just dropped it like six months ago. And... I'm just coming so we can go to that Asian fusion restaurant. Oh, you want to go BB Bop? Yeah. All right. Uh, we can go get some ramen too. But you've been to Japan, so I'll just um, be like, "This is not real ramen." You, you can be like, you can be like a ramen hipster. <laughs> and... So. <laughs> You just be like, this isn't ramen. Uh, oh, Whimsicott, we, are we on to you about what you've been doing in Pokemon lately? Yes. Okay, so I'll try to be quick. Uh, I've expanded my Pokedex and Go a bit, which I think was the game's way of making up for the fact that I had to go on holiday. I know, the human is you, right? Oh, um, Having to go on vacation, go. what a horrible Terrible. punishment. Terrible. Uh, Actually, it was terrible for me because there I had no one to play Go with and I missed out on Zapdos. Yeah, I understand. My team instinct pride is wounded deeply. (laughs) Um, I played some Pokemon Yellow while I was away uh, since I never finished that game. I I am super hyped actually for two weeks for Gold and Silver. I'm exactly. I'm so hyped. I'm trying to actually have like you know a finished Gen One game to trade with with a time capsule, which has I'd, always fascinated me. I don't even care. Like Gen Two is what it's all about. Like, uh, I've, I've I've never finished a Gen Two game. Oh man! So you're you're missing yeah. out. I'm I'm really excited I know. for this. I'm I'm pretty excited too because finally I might actually get to finish one. Um then, um, well, I've been self-processing for Tapu Koko. I got uh, a shiny one with Hidden Power Ice today. The mm-hmm. other one is going to be reset for Hidden Power Fire, and that's not going to be fun. Yeah. Not at all. Um, and what else? I've, I've been preparing for a playthrough of Moon. Mm-hmm. Just picking some Pokemon I really want to use. That's why I asked you for that Pokemon the other day. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's fair. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope to finish it before Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon to be able to tell the difference in the plot down to yeah. the tiny details. Oh, I, I, I'm really excited for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as well. Like that's the like I, I'm getting gold and silver to like I, I really like Pokemon games when they come out in the fall. Um, just because like fall time is like the best time for me to play video games. Cause it's just getting cool out. You know, I can go sit outside, but I can go sit inside. I like fall temperatures cause you start getting cold and it's just like, Oh, I'm not going outside today. Uh, and you have and a this of- is a perfect bridge to our topic is Pokemon better played standing or sitting <laughs> down, topic closed. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I've got a couch specifically for this. So it works out. Um, no, I, I, I really, I, I just like the fall temperatures. I don't know. It's when X and Y came out, and I, I think it's just tied to like the sense of nostalgia for Puckle four years ago when like X and Y dropped, and that's like when I we have, were while really getting back into it. 
uh, into puckles. That thing. is, like uh, for like two games in a row, I went on a bit of an adventure in during the fall season to procure mm-hmm. my Pokemon games. And now, when the cold starts to come out and the wind starts blowing, I get this itch yeah, to right? go hunting for a Pokemon game. That's why I'm super hyped for Gold and Silver. Not only because it's just not only because it's fall, but because it is also Gold and Silver. But uh, I just want I want a Pokemon game to play. I'm gonna go play through Silver version so hard you don't even know. Like uh, I'm thinking about getting a copy for the stream if people are interested. I need to I need to set up a poll for the stream and see if people would be interested in that. Just because I know when we diverge from either uh, when we diverge from like PTCGO or viewer battles on Twitch, our viewership just like drops dramatically. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like to do I like to do those better just because I know I know more people enjoy them. So mm. I'm thinking about it though. We'll see what happens. All right. So uh, is that it, Whimsicott? Well, thanks. Yes. Thanks, Watson. Oh gosh! Did Watson yep. drop your guitar to the ground? Uh, so he pushed that box off the ledge, and <laughs> it hit my guitar, which pushed my guitar to the ground. <laughs> so thanks, Watson. We love you, man. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for uh, that's it for the intro. We're gonna go head over to the news, guys. So we're gonna cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, there are a few things. Um, if you want to salazzle and you're in the UK or Spain uh, or Europe in general, it's going to end if you don't want that salazzle. I feel like these they do these really odd TCG releases. Um, this one in particular just doesn't make any sense to me. Like back when they did the Zoroark one for I think it was Breakthrough, that one made sense because then the Zoroark had Sludge Bomb, a move that Zoroark normally couldn't get. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it just doesn't have it anything, and it just it's just like meh. So get it if you want. If not, you could perfectly obtain it in game unless you unless you really want Cherish Ball Salazzle. I mean, it's it has a free item. Maybe you want to complete your Pokedex and don't want to hunt down a female Silent date for some reason. Yeah, I guess whatever. Uh, it's meh. I it's mean, meh. I, I I got uh, it. We but, found out yeah. that uh, we got, first of all, we got the latest uh, download code for Megastones. Uh, it is Drake, uh, D-R-A-C-H-E. Uh, this gives you the remaining Le- Megastones and Megaladios, Latios, Ampharos, and Altaria, and I believe even Deontay, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. That's, um, we all know it's pronounced Drasha. Drasha? It's actually pronounced Drash or Drake or Drache. Depending on the language you try to pronounce it, <laughs> it's probably German because all of these download codes have been in different languages that the Pokemon games are in. This one is oh. probably Drache from the German. If it's German, it's Drache. Yep. That's like interesting. That. All right. Oh, so- I have a piece of news. I have a piece of news. Okay. Say news. If you purchase uh, Pokemon or Ultra, one of the Ultra Pokemon games on Amazon Prime, you can get Pokemon Ultra Sun for one dollar and eleven cents less than Pokemon Ultra Moon. That is Wait, all. What uh, I mean, if you're gonna buy the games from Amazon anyway, you should have a Prime membership because then you get like a twenty percent discount. 
And yeah, there it says that they're thirty nine ninety nine normally, but they'll be thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, but then what you do is you uh, then if you're a Prime member, it's like thirty two ninety nine or thirty one ninety nine, something like that, and you just get both of them for thirty one ninety nine as a Prime member. Ooh, yeah, fun fact. Uh, if, if you yeah, do pre orders, you get like twenty percent discounts. In Italy, it's not as good. We get like two euros off for being prime members all i'm all i'm hearing like all you ever tell me whimsicott are just reasons to move to the united states like that's uh i I can name one good giant reason not to move to the united states i don't need i I don't think i I need to name it you know what i'm talking about (laughs) i can i can say it as someone who's lived abroad you'll get fat (laughs) is that right am i right whimsicott no, that, that there is another bigger oh. reason, but let's move on. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to mention that one on the show. Um, yeah. All right. Oh right, Obama. It's, yes, it's all his fault. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, and so, bringing back that dead meme. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> having a good time. Guys. All right. So, what else is what else is going on in the Pokemon world? Is that Ash Hat Pikachu is coming to the United States, but unlike Japan, where you can catch them all, uh, the United States, you will not be able to. Um, starting on September 19th, the Cat Pikachus are going to be re- are available through serial code on the official site. However, players can only receive one of the six with the code, so you will have to be careful. Uh, you have to choose which ones you want. So for those of you with six copies of the game, you're going to be fine. Uh, but if you only have one copy of the game, you're kind of screwed, but I guess you could trade. Um, also there's like nefarious cloning things you can do. So, um, the ones, uh, so September 19th to the 25th, you can download Ash's Pikachu, the original cap, uh, September 26th to October 2nd, you get the Hoenn cap third to the 9th of October. You get the Sinnoh cap 10th to the 16th, uh, Unova 17th to the 23rd Ash's Pikachu or to the Kalos cap. Oh my gosh. I just keep reading Ash's Pikachu. Cause that's the name of the Pokemon. Um, and then the 24th to the 30th of October, it is the Alola cap. Um, I think that there's something really messed up about getting Ash's Pikachu in game. It's like, what happened to Ash? This we we've already had this conundrum beginning with the Ash Greninja, like a year ago. <laughs> like, uh, well, uh, the, actually, my favorite video about this, um, Birdkeeper Toby actually did an awesome video trying to like relate all of it together, which is really nice. Uh, I suggest you watch that if you're very curious about it, Scrawn. I'll um, probably check that out too. I like Birdkeeper Toby. But mm-hmm. you see, Ash always like gives up all of his Pokemon except for Pikachu when he moves to another region. Uh, these all have different uh, level ups, I think, as well. Or do they just they have different moves? Different moves based on each saga. Because exactly. each one, yeah, he learns different moves in different regions. Oh, that's like, super cool. Like, uh, if, if I don't know how many people have noticed that, but like, um, it stopped using Volt Tackle when it went to Unova. Uh, and it replaced with um, Electro Ball because for a while they weren't like following the four moves rule at all. And then they switched to following the four move rule in the anime. And you'll notice that a lot of Pokemon only will use like a set of four moves. And if they like re- they learn a new move to replace something, something will be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just not as like in your face about it as like the game is. Yeah, it's worth noting that 
all of them know Thunderbolt, so all of them can use the Pikachunium yeah. Z crystal that comes the, with it yeah, to yeah. use the special Pikachunium move. Whatever. Isn't it, isn't it like Pikachu has ten so million volt, volt, ten million volt something or whatever it is. I don't remember. It's fine. No, no one cares. Uh, um, and so, in addition to that, we also got a an English trailer for the movie that's coming out on the fifth and sixth in the United States in theaters, and then I assume to DVD at some point later, just because it's a twentieth movie. I'm super hyped for it. I want to go eat some movie theater popcorn and see a Pokemon movie. Oh, I know what the topic of today's episode should be. I can spoil the entire movie. For <laughs> Please don't, Scron. I Except I already I don't know what know it is. The dialogue. Well, I know the Japanese dialogue, but that's it. Yeah, I already know. I already know the plot, but it, I think it's good. I think it's actually going to be worthwhile a worthwhile watch. Um. So yeah. In addition to that, Pokemon Transporter updated this weekend. I'm not exactly sure what the update did, but it um it didn't actually do gold and silver compatibility. Uh, it just fixed a glitch when determining shiny Pokemon. Um, with the IVs from Gen 1. So that's really interesting. Um, Pokey Transporter is Gen 5, right? Uh, Pokey Transporter Pokey Transporter is what you use for Gen 5, but you can also use it for the Gen 1 games in the virtual console. Oh, uh, okay. It's it's pretty much bringing anything from pre-Gen 6 up to current standards, you know? All right. And so that that's what it, you can use it for. Um, that I, I'm really excited for this, though. Uh I'm really excited, and I'm really disappointed that Gold and Silver isn't getting, like, a box version like they are in different regions, including Europe, by the way. Europe's yeah, getting, like, I... these cool box versions of, like, it's essentially just a download code in a box, but um, I still... seems kind of dumb, but the boxes look nice. I mean, I, like, this is the one instance in which I don't think it's dumb, just because these are such classic games. Um, mm. The one thing the one thing I'm a little disheartened about is we got last year with the... Uh, release of red blue and yellow and green in uh in japan is you also got those 2ds's that came with it yes um if they would have done a gold and silver like see-through 2ds or something like that for these i would have imported one like hardcore would have imported one um Mm. just because the like these games are like pokemon to me in their purest form uh Though, like, we, we can appreciate a lot of the mechanical changes we got in Gen 4, so that that's about it. Um, I don't think there's any big puckle news outside of that, though. Um, that We've hit on all of the major news that's happening. Um, nothing nothing else really happened this past week. Um, it does it does say that they're going to be a gold and silver uh, uh, 3DS skin. Not skin, but, like, 3DS theme that's coming out. We don't know what they look like, but we do know they're happening. So I I do look forward to that because the skin the 3ds themes are just like great I love them oh, I love them and so once we know what they are they'll definitely make their way to the west and I'm very excited just to give them my three dollars for it so uh, I do not understand this <laughs> what 3ds themes I don't understand 3ds themes they're purely aesthetic and you yes. can't share them with anybody yes so like, why don't you just get one that you really like and then just keep that one. Uh, so I buy all the Pokemon ones because I like to go through d- different ones. I use, I use them all at different times, depending on what mood I'm in, what season it is, stuff like that. So it's do you like, often, it's like, it's like decorating page. Uh, I, I mean, it's nice when I go through the homepage cause I have a lot of download titles on my 3DS cause I, I do a lot of downloads for those. And so, okay. I, 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 I can appreciate that. I also, I also decorate it with the badges from the badge arcade as well. So oh, it's like $3 a piece. 
Uh, the badges? No, the, the themes. Uh, the themes are probably like $2, maybe. Um, they're they're yeah. not very expensive. That seems pretty expensive for something the, you stare at for three seconds. I mean, it's pretty cool. I appreciate them. I and, like them. They have different music mm-hmm. from the games. That too. And oh. it's, you know... Yeah. Okay. It's like putting a new background on your phone or a new cover on yeah. your phone, and for five minutes, it's like you have a new phone. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really cool. I, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of these. So me too. Uh, let's see. Any puckle news? I don't think there's any big puckle news other yeah. than yes. YouTube. And yes. Scrawn, Scrawn wants to mention things. Yes. Uh, yes. Next week, uh, Puckle is starting with two new streamers. Uh, yeah, Scrawn, or not Scrawn, uh, Shambu should be streaming next week. I think he's actually going to shiny hunt because we, we made a bet that if we hit 600, uh, followers, he was going to, uh, shiny hunt because he really just is, he just hates the idea of shiny hunting on Twitch. <laughs> and so, um, we, w- we want to watch him suffer. Oh, it's the best thing to watch Shamu suffer. Uh, and so we're going to watch him suffer. Uh, I'll be doing a show on, uh, I think, mid-Saturday, uh, Saturdays, and occasionally other times, depending on it. Like, a, lot of us, a lot of us kind of float around, just because we haven't yeah. uh, solidified the Twitch uh, entirely yet. I mean, it's it's been very successful as of now. So We're um, going to start with a concept of, like, laddering on Showdown. Maybe that will turn into something else. Probably, like, 1v1 randoms. Who knows? Viewer battles. 1v1 randoms. <laughs> uh, fight me, Kyrim. Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. That Just is come it. Come in and check that out. That is it for the news. So we are going to go quiz your co-host in Puckles Pokey Quiz. And on to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Puckles Pokey Quiz is this part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And I'm going to do this more often because a lot of these questions were provided by our listeners today. Um, we also, just by going to our Discord. So if you haven't already, check out our Discord. The invite link is in the show notes. Um, it's, it's Why do fun. the listeners hate us that? Uh, so not all of these are from the listeners. I have, the, I have four, I have five questions as always. Um, one of them is worth two points. Uh, because it'll have two answers and you get a point for each answer. And on top of that, you have a hint that you can use once throughout the rounds. But if you save that hint and get all the questions correct, you can cash that hint in for an extra point. So if you guys are ready, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, of course, no no browsers. Just put those down. No, you got to use what's in your noggins. Um, so if you guys are ready, we are going to go ahead and we are going to start with uh, with a question from Linian. Uh, Linian... Uh, Linian asks, says, uh, priority moves are pretty popular in Pokemon, but it turns out that almost all of them are physical, uh, except for two moves, two priority moves that are special. Uh, one of them is Water Shuriken. What is the other special Vacuum priority wave. move? Vacuum Wave. Is is that your is that your final answer? Yep. Uh, yep. Are you sure? Can you make it a little bit longer while my soundboard opens? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, okay, okay, we got it, we got it, we got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, it's vacuum wave. Uh, a vacuum wave is your final answer. Uh, that is correct. Um, 
That is the correct answer. Vacuum wave is the other special priority move. Um, all right. So that's good. You guys have a point so far. So this next question oh. comes from H3NZ or Hens. Um, he asks, uh, so in Generation 2, the mechanic where fire-type moves can unfreeze a Pokemon was introduced. However, there was one move in Generation 1 that could unfreeze Pokemon. What was it? Um, I, I, I think it might have been something like Fire Spin or Flame Wheel. Something, something like that, Scrum. Okay, we don't need to necessarily think, uh... Uh, fire type moves. We could it could very well be one of those status healing moves. Like when was Heal Bell introduced, etc. Wait, uh, didn't he say it was specifically a fire type move? No, I oh. said no. I was using that as a, as an example oh. of of the mechanic that was introduced in Generation Two. Um, because uh -huh. prior to that, there was only one move in Generation One that would unfreeze Pokemon. One move that would unfreeze Pokemon. In Generation 1. I don't know if Heal Bell was Generation 1, though. I don't think it was. Hmm. This is a tough one. Yeah, I think mm. it's Gen 2. Uh, what would it be? It's probably Fire-type in that case. So we need to think, like, Ember? Do you want to use our hand scrum? Because I think we're kind of grasping at straws here. Give me one more sec. I think we refresh our timer if we use the hint. So, Let's yeah, see. we do. Well, we yeah, get because you know I keep like a super. I keep a super specific timer for this. Uh, shut uh, up, Thatch. I thought you did for the longest <laughs> time. I was disappointed when I found out you didn't. I'm glad that uh, I fooled everyone. Uh, <laughs> because when I, when I go and post and I edit, because I edit down this segment particularly because there's a lot of us and like scrawn clicks. And you can see the times are. All over the place. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so move that unfreeze you in generation one. Fire blast. I, I don't even know that it was a fire type move. I'm gonna need an yeah. answer. Okay, let's use a hint. Yes. Uh it is a it is a move that would be considered a status move. Yeah, okay. by by today's standards. Um and it, it is not a fire type move. I'm gonna say that just so you guys no! like get off that path. It, it is not a fire type move. Did Chansey know? Did, did Refresh even exist in Generation 1? I think it might be Refresh. Hmm. I would believe Refresh existed before Heal Bell on the basis that Heal Bell was introduced mainly on a bunch of exclusive Pokemon in Gale of Darkness. So well, I know I know Heal Bell was not in Generation 1. Okay. Refresh might have been. Refresh might be good, but you can't use Refresh if you're not the if you're frozen. Oh, good point. Huh. Hmm. Well, but Generation 1 has had all sorts of crazy mechanics. Um, it also couldn't be used by the Pokemon that was frozen. Yeah. Wait. No, no, that's, wanna... that's, 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 a, that's an additional hint. Wait, is I it think... a Wisp Ghost? No, 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 no. I, I know this one. I read about this recently. Okay. Uh, uh, there's there's some kind of thing in Generation One. There's a status move that I think it overrides status somehow. I might be remembering completely wrong. Um. Oh, I don't remember. I I really do not remember. You could always say Thunder Wave. 
I'm gonna need an answer. Can we say Jan for the memes? Uh, you can say Jan for the memes. I don't think it's right then. Uh, uh, oh gosh, if I had 10 more seconds on Thatch's imaginary timer, I could remember this. Here's 10 more <laughs> seconds, go. Okay. Uh, no, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, right. I uh, sleep okay. powder. Okay, what's your final answer? Are you a final answer? You say it, Lindsay Cott. Um. Say status. Toxic. Toxic. Okay. Hmm? What is it? Toxic? Toxic. Uh, that is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the answer is actually haze. Oh. What? Haze would remove status conditions. Who sent this question so I could beat them up? Hens. I said to this at the beginning of the question. Hens. Um, yeah. I'm coming for you, hens. I think oh. that was that was maybe the move I was thinking about, but that sounds about what you're thinking about. More- a way more complicated thing that that I read about. It wasn't just this removes status. It it, it removes non-volatile status conditions. The move I'm thinking of did a whole lot of a more complicated thing, so it might not have been... Well, anyway, yeah. we missed All it. All right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to ask you question number three. This one is from Snag and is worth two points. So, this question says, in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, you had the new Super Contest to let your Pokemon show off their beauty and moves. The Master Ranking included recurring characters, like Fantina, the Heart's Home Gym Leader. Uh, turns out there were three other characters that were also the, the of the recurring type, not just generic characters, but characters with sprites made specifically for them. Who were they? Uh, one point for each. If you get all three, bragging rights. Was one of them your mom, Joanna? Are you asking me about Gen 4? Oh, I have no idea. No. <laughs> what is this? Okay. Yell at, all, uh, yell at Snag. Exactly. All right. Uh, okay. That one Let's makes see. sense, Scron. It what? could be very well. Okay. So they generally have a gym leader and like maybe an... No, they wouldn't put Elite 4 that early in the game. So we can discount those. Uh, maybe other gym leaders. Think of those. I don't think any other than Fantina were very involved in contests. No, they weren't. I'm trying to think about what Gen 4 characters specifically. Um, uh, no, it's not coming to mind. Ah, snag. I really have no idea. It's Gen 4. It's a huge blank for me. Huh. I I did buy some Gem 4 games, but I haven't replayed them yet, so... Look at the pain you caused, Snag. Okay, let's go with Joanna, for sure. That one makes sense. Okay. And, uh, gym leaders who do contests. Uh, characters uh, who do contests. Um... Oh, we should think about the little people who would follow you around. The one from the forest. Sure. I, sure. Uh, what was her, her name? Her name was uh. I want to say something like Cheryl or something yeah, it's like Cheryl. that. Yeah, Cheryl. It's Cheryl. Okay, we can try that one. Okay, Joanna, Cheryl, and uh, um. Oh, we could try like I don't know. No, nah, not Cynthia. 
<laughs> I honestly do not know. I mean, Scott, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need an answer. Okay. Give me an Joanna, answer. Sherry, and, and what were you saying, Scron? Scott from the Gen Three Battle Frontier. All right, okay. so that is correct on one account and incorrect on two. Uh, so the answer is uh, so Joanna is correct. Um, your your mom is a gym leader, so that's that's two points for you guys now. Could you say um, that in an obnoxious voice? And your mom. And so and so yeah. Jasmine is the, another one from Gen Two, the gym leader from Olivine City. She actually shows up in those. Um, yep. And then the the third one is actually named Casey, and it's just a random nurse, uh, presumably Heart Home City's nurse, Joy. Um, and she competes with the Chansey. Uh, so it's almost on the same, like, all, I would, I would say if I gave half points that you'd get a half point for thinking Chansey. So, uh, but no, unfortunately I don't do half points because I'm not dealing with that nonsense. We all uh, know you do half points, Patch. And so, uh, <laughs> you guys are at two points today. Uh, so we're going to go to question number four. This one was provided by Dr. Shamu. Um, um and so this has to do with uh, some early 90s music, actually. Um, what? So in the song To Be a Master, uh, they they go ahead and there's like a part where they like mention all of the types to some extent. Uh, there are 15 original types in Pokemon, as you can recall, in Gen 1. Um, and so uh, they're – but unfortunately, they don't actually name all 15 types in the games. They do mention 15 types, but one of them is actually incorrect. They they call it the flame type, which doesn't exist. Um, but which type is excluded? And just because it's called the flame type, the one that they, they mispronounce, uh, it doesn't mean that it's fire. Like, I don't want you guys to like be like, obviously fire type. Don't do so that. So I have a, uh, I have an initial guess on this one, Zakat. And it's normal, because why would you say normal type? Am I right? I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this song? To okay. be a master, it's, Pokemon master. Okay, so it's not actually referring to anything logic, uh, not any, referring to anything concrete, but it's a logical response to the answer, because all of the types are kind of cool whenever you say them. Okay, like, even so... bug. But whenever you say like ah oh, normal types, it's not. It doesn't really have that sort of ring to it. So, based <laughs> on just like logical reasoning, I'd say normal. You know what. Uh, how did how did the song go when they were mentioning the types? Uh, it would be like in the verse. It'd be like in the verse. Um, okay. And so it's kind of like a half rap, you know, because it was the late 90s. And uh-huh. so <laughs> it was um, a late 90s song think, for a children's TV think, show. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think we got that one here. Um, <laughs> um, Blame Shamu. I mean, what... what what you're evil this stuff never made it to Italy I don't think um but what you said Scron makes sense is that is that your final answer my initial thought too so we can go with that one all right let's go with normal uh that is unfortunately incorrect what did Uh, they talk about uh, the type that they actually the type that they actually forget is poison type uh, they just replaced what? it with the non- yeah. They replaced it with the non-existent flame type. Uh, this is blasphemy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, okay, so you guys are at two points. Let's get you guys three here. 
Um, I would so, argue that this is not a Pokemon trivia question. That was a Pokemon trivia question. It was about the To Be a Master song. And and I don't know. He just wants to be mean. Um, I'm going so, to send in trivia questions about names in the Italian dub next week. I'm warning it. you guys. Do it. Do it the next time <laughs> Scron's on. That's fine. Uh, all right. So uh, question number five is this question I ask you guys every week about base stats. And so uh, fittingly, I chose the poison type. Uh, because Scrawn's here and because you just got that question wrong. Um, and so I want to know, what Poison-type Pokemon has the highest base HP? <sighs> it might be Swalot. I was thinking the same thing. It might oh. be Mega Venusaur. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Mega Venusaur has really good defenses, but the HP is not modified by the Mega Evolution ever. So oh, I think Swallowed is actually a, a better choice. Yeah. Let's mm. uh, think about everything real quick. Yes. Uh, mm. Crazy poison types. Dragology hmm. is special defense. This is not very easy. I bet it's not something you usually see used competitively. Oh, it is. It is. You're you're just you're just not thinking about it. Oh gosh! Now he's making us doubt ourselves. Yeah. It's gonna be like Uh, Toxapex or something. Well, that's actually wait no Toxapex has like crazy high defenses and low HP, right? Don't know. Hmm. Um, I don't think well, it's low HP. Uh, very well might be. And using that sort of hit we got, we can discount Swalot. Yeah. Unless Swalot uh, is competitively used in lower tiers. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need an answer. Well, you okay. can wait for an answer. Uh, we just got a bunch of hard questions, man. I mean, I don't exactly. think this one's too hard. We're freaking out here. <laughs> We're freaking out, man. We're freaking there were out. so many things I could not have possibly. You should blame. You should blame the stream. fan base. Yeah. You should blame the fan base. Then I or step do. up your game. Linian step up your had a perfectly game. reasonable question. <laughs> no, it's not reasonable <laughs> if you guys can come up within four seconds. Like we're just good at Pokemon. No, that's too easy. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, I guess if we can't think of anything else, we can go with Toxapex. Yeah, go, you you pick. Oh, I pick between Toxapex and what? <laughs> I could because be Swallow competitively. No, and... uh, no, no, no. No, I just, I honestly, look. Give me an answer. I... Give me an answer. Toxapex. Oh, Mark. Uh, okay, which I'm gonna say Alolan Muck because it's a more reasonable answer, but that's still incorrect. Um, so, because, because Toxapex isn't even in the top 300 Pokemon for base HP. Um, uh, and so the answer is actually Amoongus. Um, Amoongus has a base HP of 114, higher than any other Pokemon. Um, and then let's see, we have, uh, you guys said Swalot? I think that's like 85 overall. Um, you, you also forgotten Nihiligo. 
who has a base HP of 109. Um, really? Yeah. Um, you guys forgot Muck itself with 105. Alolan Muck, I think, is a little bit lower. Um, uh, no, Alolan Muck is tied. 105. Um, Alolan Muck was third, so, like, that was close. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of high HP poison types, obviously, so... I thought that one was going to be a little bit easier because I can't, I can't be like what poison type has the highest base speed. Uh, so, uh, well, the more you know. Uh, Swallet also has like a base HP of 100. So you like, you were not too far off there either. So, well, I hope the listeners did better than us. I hope so as well. You guys got two points today. That's, that's a score. Um, so a bad it, one. it changes the rankings. Oh. I'm awful. I forgot to stop my I forgot to stop my soundboard. Um okay. So uh it changes it does change the standing somewhat. So let me go do my uh my magic sorts. Um so Snag is still in first place with 25 points. Whimsicott, you are in second place with 21 points. Jushiro is in third with 18 points. Maximus in fourth uh tied with Shamu with 16 points. Sublime is tied with Viger in 6th place with 14 points. Scrawn, you've moved up to a reputable number 8 with uh, 12 points. Bosephus is in ninth with 11. Basket in 10th with 7. And Gator bringing up the rear with 4. So that is it for this week's po- uh, issue of Puckle Pokey Quiz. If you want to send in any trivia, just hit me up on the Discord or send us an email. We will try to add it in. Uh, hopefully the, hopefully you at least give everybody else as hard of a time community. So, um, there we go. That is it for Puckles Pokey Quiz. We are going to take a short break and we will be right back at you guys with the topic. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrum here to reveal top secret information about the league's behind the scenes behavior. For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top-secret operations on our Discord server. To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. Listen, see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> and welcome to the topic. Our topic is Ultra... I'm going to read the title of the article. Ultra Beast, Ultra Space, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon. Uh, this is an article written by our very own Fluffiest Whimsicott on the PucklePodcast.com website. There are a lot of articles like this, by the way, guys. Um, so I do suggest you go and just go to the website and do it. But I wanted to do this, one, to to showcase this article, but also to talk about the uh, speculation that Whimsicott came up with. Because she did a lot of research here about Ultra Beast and how they uh, how they go. So we're waiting for the Koro Koro scans uh, still, obviously. They're probably going to drop by next weekend. And, yeah, well, they will sure. drop by I, next weekend because I mean, Koro Koro comes out on the 15th. Yeah, Coro Coro you don't even have to wait for leaks. Uh, leaks usually drop, I think, on the 10th or the 11th, and right now it's the 10th. So as soon as this comes out, we're going to be outdated, but it's fine. And I, I honestly refer to Cerebi as you click the record. There's uh, no yet. Uh, so, uh, so we can talk about these Ultra Beasts, because obviously it's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Ultra Beasts are going to be involved in some way. And so I was, I was, I'm going to let you lead this whimsicott because this was like your article and like, I can, I want to festoon it with my knowledge. 
And then Scrawn can Scrawn can tell us we're wrong. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so you've been saying it like for months. Like we saw Yu-Gi-Oh two fight Tapu Koko in the trailer in that cool like story cut movie whatever, and then nothing happened. We thought Ooh. we were going to get Ultra Beasts scattered throughout the plot of Ultra of Sun and Moon. Did not happen. They were like post game content. That was so stupid. Not, not a very like. Let me reiterate how stupid that was. Like yes. that, I I was so hyped for Ultra Beast, and they made them so mysterious, and they could have done so much more with them. I mean, the plot of Sun and Moon. Like I was rereading it today while I was researching my article, and it's so very. Japanese TV show, action movie, video mm-hmm. game. It's amazing. It's better than I remembered. Yeah. And the Ultra Beasts would have fit incredibly well right. throughout it. I think they could have been like, it could have been like a bit more JRPG in that way. You yes. could have had like, you could have had the Ultra Beasts because we had, we had the UBO one encounter in the game. And uh, they could have been like, oh, they're terrorizing Akala Island. Okay, fly to Akala Island. Go beat the Ultra Beast there. Okay, fly to – essentially what they had in the post game except put it in like the actual game. Like make them kiss. Uh, exactly. With, without maybe the, the captures. But you could have done the captures as well. That would have been just as good. You could have done the captures later, honestly. Yeah, like, I think I think the captures later would have been the way I would have done it. Mm-hmm. But the, the point is it's like, yeah, the captures later – could have been what we actually got in the post game. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a piece missing. Yeah, exactly. Totally wasted, in my opinion. And you're Ultra right. Ultra beasts are exceptionally cool. Like there's this little tidbit that I was going to drop in my next article, but I'm gonna drop it here. Do you know that all of their moves for every Ultra Beast is learned at a level that corresponds to a prime number? Wait, wait, say that again? Every level at which an Ultra Beast learns a move, except for level one, is a prime number. That's crazy. I didn't even notice that. That's, That's crazy. That's probably a uh, reference That's done intentionally. to the one movie with uh, the one really famous lady about alien contact. And what they do is they communicate Jody with Jodie Foster? Yeah, Jodie Foster. And they communicate and, with In Contact. Alien. The movie's literally yeah. called Contact. In Contact. <laughs> and they communicate with aliens using prime numbers. It's a it's a very common trope to communicate using like prime numbers or the Fibonacci sequence to show sentience. But whatever, uh, very cool, very good catch, Scron. Uh, but there was something about these UBs that struck me. And okay, I'm just rehashing my article at this point. But hey, that's fine. They that's have fine. to have a bigger role in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, otherwise, yeah. like. What's ultra about it? Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And but we are told that Ultra Sun and Moon are mainly about Necrozma. Now, there's a very common theory that Necrozma used to be an ultra beast. It just yeah. came to our world so long ago that its aura faded and the residual energy from the ultra space and ultra wormal or whatever faded and we're left with just a plain Pokémon. Well, it's, it's not only Here, that, but isn't it, Cosmog is still considered an ultra beast as well, right? Like Technically, um, because it came from Ultra Space. Yeah, it, it's that's it's a that's different t- Ultra Beast because it doesn't have the Beast Boost ability, but still Galeon. I mean, neither does Necrozma. Neither, like Necrozma doesn't have it exactly. either, though. 
So. So it doesn't count as an ultra beast. You can't catch it easily in a beast ball. Yeah, that's true. It's never classified as an ultra beast, but you find it like an ultra beast at the end of the ultra beast quest, and the Pokédex says in Pokémon Sun it came to our world from another in ancient times. So, Ooh. is it an aliens? Ultra beast? Did it used to be? Uh, who knows? And now everyone is speculating. Do you know the Pokemon website never states what the new forms are actually forms of? Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm wondering if they're forms of Necrozma. And like, we don't and, know. People are like, saying, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be crazy if it was like it was like a reverse Kyrom situation or or like a Zekrom Reshiram situation? Where we have, Resh- it it's is. like it's it's like a hidden Reshiram uh, Zekrom where you get black and white, but this time you get sun and moon because they're two opposites. Opposites. I'm putting that in quotes. Um, huh. But uh, you go, you have those two, and then they, they could have been at one point like one thing, or Necrozma could have been several of these different things. You know, um, I have a theory about this. It, yeah, go ahead. I think this time, it's not like people are saying that. Those are not two forms of Necrozma. I don't think so. Okay. Those are actually Fulgaleon, Lunala, Inder, Radiant Sun, and Full Moon form. Uh, wearing Necrozma? Necrozma's body, actually. Well, yeah, it looks like they're absolutely wearing it. But I don't think Necrozma is really in there anymore. If you look at the cover art I, I, this for is exactly what I, moon. This is, yeah. I, I agree with I, this is i we're, we're mind melding um yeah no i, I exactly. was what i was trying to say was i think this is a, something where you go um where you go uh, there's uh there it was one pokemon originally like you have like ultra lunala we'll, we'll call it ultra lunala just for the sake uh, mm, until until no, this month where we until like five days later um but like no, uh, and and <laughs> And so I'm, I'm just referencing it, you know, that's what I want to call it. Um, and so, okay. but that, that was the original Pokemon. And then like, maybe because Lunala is not an ultra beast and then Necrozma is not an ultra beast. Maybe they I were together actually... at one point, an ultra beast. And then like, and then Lunala like shed its, uh, shed uh, its ooh, Necrozma ooh, and it became its own Pokemon. Different. Actually, oh. well, I was going for something completely different. <laughs> we'll get you, we'll get to you next, Scron. No, no, no. I want to hear Scron's oh, idea. Okay. Maybe Scrums they before the right landed answer. on Tang Carrot Hill and left Necrozma behind. Ooh, okay, I like it. That would have been really, really cool, actually. But um, the thing is, Necrozma is described as being really angry and aggressive. Like mm-hmm. he sees you, he's gonna laser beam you in the face. But you see on the actual, like the official box art for Sun and Moon. There's this weird face made of light that's mm-hmm. shared between the two Oh, colors. yeah, and yeah, Elemental Hero would... Neos. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that reference was. Oh, to. my gosh, you're not Shamu. Um, so no. <laughs> so uh, it's it a Yu-Gi-Oh! Looks, reference. It looks like a Deoxys attack made of light, but mm-hmm. someone on Reddit like took a good look at the pictures, and the eyes are 100% Necrozma's. Oh yeah, no. So, I I feel like the assumption I like as soon as I saw that I'm like, okay, that's something to do with Necrozma. It's like Necrozma. It's like uh, it's like Necrozma used to like the uh, not not the black like armor that we see, but there used to be like a quote unquote like soul inside the armor, and that's yeah. what we're seeing is like the sh- there's like the uh, the armor that's like shed, and then you have you have um this light form of Necrozma. I mean, it makes sense because. 
uh, prismatic armor is its ability, which is exactly. uh, has to do with light. And so, I mean, that makes sense. I, I mean, we could we. Yeah, well, Necrozma could be its own Pokemon, and then the armor could have still fallen off the original, like Lunala and Solgaleo, mm. like we were, like like Spawn know. and I were discussing. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, what and then I, that armor, then that armor bound to that one, and then it's just super angry because it's always inside the Necrozma armor. And what? Oh, okay. This, this is okay. I don't know how Necrozma got trapped into its Prisma armor. Yeah, but. It could be two things. It could be the armor was like something that came from Solgaleo and Lunala, mm-hmm. like you say. It could be the armor is like something that developed over time as Necrozma lost its ultra energy oh. and was exposed to our world. Something like, you know, McCargo hardening if it's in the cold. Or or it could just be um or let me let me postulate this. The armor is what's blocking the Ultra Beast aura from exactly. the uh, itself. So, like, like when it sheds it, it becomes it's like Ultra Beast mode activate. Exactly. Um, so my theory is that the cover of Ultra Sun has a form of Solileo, the cover of Ultra Moon has a form of Lunala, and the covers together have the other form of Necrozma, like OG Necrozma. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I uh, want that so badly. I I, I really feel like I I definitely think these what's on the cover are forms of Lunala and Sogaleo, uh, rather than forms of Necrozma. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think, like you said, like it's probably a it, Necrozma probably got a new form itself, which I am excited to see, or maybe just like some abstract idea of what Necrozma is. Um, we get this abstract idea, and then we feel really bad for putting it in a Pokeball. Um, uh, one oh. of those two, uh, but. We, we find art- like we find like sentience. <laughs> My uh, article had a whole thing about ultra beasts. Like they're just trying to go home. Yeah. And there's this, there's this speculation about the last trailer. There's this mm-hmm. frame. For a few moments, you see like a meadow in a clearing in the woods, and people mm-hmm. are saying they they see Cartana in there. It's literally yeah. yeah. I, I've seen. I have seen Cartana. Uh, I've seen this. I've seen what you're talking about. Uh, which I, is, I, it would be interesting if we're actually traveling through ultra space this time instead of getting like one little cave. Um, that w- that would yes. be interesting. Um, Super interesting because that was blatantly Nihiliga's habitat. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, they, yeah, it could just be different. They could absolutely have their own like sections of ultra space. It'd be cool to explore that further. I mean, if we're going to have a more ultra beast uh, focused uh, game story wise, I think it would be fantastic. For, I think it would be amazing too. I just, I just like don't want to be added. I, I just don't want our character to specifically go to each ultra beast's ultra space to catch mm. them, because the whole point yeah. of us containing them in Sun and Moon was they want to go home and they can't, so they're lashing out. Uh, so it could be it could be different motives though in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. Like maybe we'll see. Maybe they're coming and they're terrorizing. Um. Because that, like, the the fact that they were lashing out, like, that's just one, uh, that's one idea, you know. Um, that that could just be like, oh, this is my interpretation of what's going on. It could be different. They could they could well, be coming to harm things intentionally. It's actually kind of stated pretty clearly. They, yeah, they, they're drawn <laughs> to that energy. Exactly. They they send yeah. you specifically the player character because you're a faller. 
-hmm. you have been through an ultra wormhole, so you have the signature trace, the the energy signature of, of an ultra wormhole, and the ultra beast is going to be drawn to you because it wants to go through an ultra wormhole to go home. They tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't so, know that. They're not. What are they? Scientists? No, he's looker. He has amnesia like half the time. <laughs> Fair point. He's also Fair super point. flaky. He like leaves at the end of X and Y. And, like, just abandons this 14-year-old girl to run a detective's office. Like, uh, yeah. Licker, Licker's a sketchy individual. Um, that's all I'm trying to say. Agreed. Agreed. sketchy individual. Almost as sketchy as Thatch. Yeah, almost, except I've been here for 10 years. Longer you than just Looker. leave 34-year-old girl in game stores. That's way better. I did not leave you. <laughs> I, I, I realized it. Also, I shouldn't have left you like a small child. <laughs> Hashtag delicious flaky whimsicott. Uh. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but okay. So yeah, this ultra space thing. If we are getting several ultra spaces, I am all for it. Mm. But there is another thing about the ultra beast that struck me as interesting, and I'm going to be very interesting to see what if, if what if the ultra beast wants you to catch them so they can help you with necrozma. Because they know Necrozma's being a problem. Hmm. Think about that one. You can go to their space and go catch them because they want to help. I, I actually see so Galeo and Lunala coming up to you to help you with Necrozma. Because in the trailer, you see the player character facing off against Necrozma at the altar of the sun. Yeah. So... Have we seen anything about Lily so far for Ultra Sun and Moon? No, we haven't. Uh, no, that's what I'm. I'm really curious because I feel like, I feel like this month in like the Koro Koro, um, or in just like the news dump, quote unquote news dump, we're gonna get something about like, hey, look, this character's in a different place than it should be. You know, exactly. um, I, I think I think that's what's gonna happen this month. I would also like to hear about a demo. Like, I want it. I want to <laughs> hear about a demo because I think there's but, gonna be a demo, but it's gonna get, it's just gonna leak what's going on with Necrozma at that point. So. Uh, mm, I hope, hopefully not entirely. I mean, yeah, they did not come up and tell you where Solgaleo and Lunara were going to come from in Sun and Moon. Yeah, I managed to find that out by myself in the game. I so. found that in the leak. You found that in the leak very easily. Also, they were being super sketchy about it to begin with, um, with the trading card game. I uh, managed the, the trading card game. Like as soon that. as as soon as they like announced the GX cards. The uh, Sogaleo and Lunala, like the top parts of them were essentially blank with like, no HP, nothing about yeah. it being a basic or anything. And so we're just like, wait a second. They never said Sogaleo and Lunala were basic. Why would they just not say that? Well, I, then, I don't uh, follow TCG News that closely. So uh, I follow everything that closely. Uh, <laughs> I and... miss that. I managed to miss that. I was so happy that I missed that. But my point is they might have to bring – the cover legendary into the story in a different way mm -hmm. so yeah help against necrozma might be the cover legend might be the ultra beasts yeah that's a really good theory actually but but and this is the thing i'm curious about them handling differently or not in ultra sun and moon it's the version exclusives mm, yeah because I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to handle. I don't think. I don't think the Ultra Beasts are going to be version exclusives in this. Personally, um, I don't know. They're they they have mm, they don't have a like a great history of 
making Pokemon that were version exclusive previously not version exclusive later? Uh, they have done it in the past, actually. Um, let me How check. so? Uh, because they, they have definitely remember done it, that. Let me check. These are essentially a third version, and yeah, third yeah. versions, by definition, cannot have version exclusives with themselves. You know. Yeah, like stuff I, that, I agree. Stuff that was version exclusive in Black was still version exclusive in Black too. Uh, I don't think that's entirely true. Um, let me let me double check my version exclusives for Pokemon. Uh, because I don't think that was entirely true of Black two and White two. I don't think it was a one hundred percent. Well, possibly not, but just because White had White Forest that had mm-hmm. a ton of Pokemon from previous generations. But that was like a different mechanic almost. It was a peculiar situation. Let's call it that. Yes. The thing, um, that, the thing that struck me about the version exclusive Ultra Beasts is that like Buzzwall is UBO2 and Fermosa is UBO2. Like mm-hmm. in the world of Pokemon Moon, Buzzwall never existed. No. And, in the world, and in the world of Pokemon Sun, Celestila never existed, probably. They have these numbers. There's no missing numbers. It's completely mm-hmm. replaced. I, I even have a, an entire theory in my article about them being the same thing, just an alternate universe version because of all the things they have in common. But if... like. If this is yet another alternate version of the Sun and Moon story, are they going to shift them around, shuffle them? Are they going to not be version exclusives anymore because they are such an integral part of the story? I don't know. I mean, there mm-hmm. there are tiny things that you just miss if you play Sun instead of Moon or Moon instead of Sun. Like, you can rematch different trial captains mm-hmm. and... That's not very relevant to the story, but you would think it's just a story thing. Why would you make it a version exclusive to battle Malo or Kiave? Mm-hmm. I don't I get it. I think Clefairy is an Ultra Beast. <laughs> it's from the moon. It's not from the. It's not an Ultra Beast. Get it right. The moon <laughs> is another dimension. Uh no. Okay, Tied. that's all I've got. Tied to win. Yeah. He, you can't explain that. Tides come in, tides go out. You can't explain that. Um, I'm going to be right. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. All right. So I, that's a good place to stop. We can wrap it up there. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to take a short break here, guys. We're going to go to the commercial, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So, so Scrod, I hear you're going back to school in the uh, in the U.S. there. That, that's right. Oh uh, yeah, uh, that's that's right, Thatch. That, that's uh, right. So what? Are, so what are you eating for breakfast there nowadays? I'm just wondering what these college kids are eating now. Oh, it's great. I get all you can eat eggs, uh, French toast, potatoes. Uh, you know, you name it. I can have as much as I want, and I even get like a some orange juice, and I can take some out and drink it later. It's really nice. So so no combios though. Thatch, I'm not going to eat <laughs> circular cardboard. Well, you know what, Scrawn? I didn't want to do this commercial with you anyway. You know what? We're just, we're done. We're done. Um, Combios? They're, they're, come on, guys. Come back, come back. I hate you when you fight. Poke the episode. 
and welcome back to the Pokemon of the episode. We are here with National Dex number 793, Nilha Ego, the Parasite Pokemon. One of the Ultra Beasts, it's unclear whether or not this Pokemon is sentient, but sometimes it can be observed behaving like a young girl. Which made everybody think it was Lily, and then it wasn't. And we were all confused, yeah. and we don't know what's going on. Nihiligo is actually, just like any other Ultra Beast, really good in some stats, really bad in others. Uh, base 109 HP, base 53 attack, base 47 defense, base 127 special attack, base 131 special defense, which is great. It's a great special wall. Um, and base 103 speed, which is really nice. Um, it's in the same territory as like Garchomp, what made that good. Yeah. Just being just above the base 100 and uh, base 100 speed. One point faster than Garchomp? Yeah, I'm not trying to compare it exactly to Garchomp. Like, it's better than Garchomp or anything. No, I Garchomp... was wondering, just, yeah. it's, it's a fun fact to remember. Yeah, yeah. Garchomp was base 102, and that's what made it, like, really good back in Gen 4. I got that in there. Mark your bingo cards. Oh, gosh. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I know a lot of people were either running than singles as, like, a Scarf or a Choice Specs Pokemon. And you can actually play with the stats well enough that you can get a Beast Boost in both Special Attack, Special Defense, and in Speed. Which mm-hmm. is really cool, yeah. and mm-hmm, it's a it's a lot of fun in that regard. So like, uh, you you can play it in whatever way you want. Typically, it's just special attack because they'll go max special attack because choice specs with a three hundred and eighty eight special attack hurts real bad. And its typing is interesting. It's poison rock, which is a unique typing just to it itself. But it gets stab in power gem and it gets spe- stab in uh, sludge wave and in sludge bomb, which is Ooh. fantastic Ooh. as well. Um, and it also gets it gets some nice coverage. It gets Thunderbolt. It gets uh, Grass Knot. So it's not it's not out in the open. It also gets Psychic, by the way, which is interesting it, with uh, Dazzling Gleam. It gets Mirror Coat as well, with which yeah, is oh, all with, right with uh, Special Defense. Mm-hmm. And it's high HP too. Like that HP is not anything to laugh at because it max out at like four twenty two. So it's a. Uh, it's uh, really interesting. I, I'm a big fan of Nihiligo, just in like how interesting of a unique Pokemon it is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it has been played in VGC as well to some extent. Nothing, nothing crazy, mind you. Um, but it is, but it is played in VGC. Not like Cartana. Cartana is super popular. They played completely differently in VGC sometimes, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. despite being a frail and fast Pokemon, it learns Trick Room. And sometimes I've seen it used as a trick room setter, which That's is the what... last thing you'd expect it to do. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just for like the gimmick amount. I, I don't know. I don't I don't see it being used so much. You can usually tell on a team whether or not it's trick room ready. Um, yeah. In team preview um, in VGC, but I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that. But uh, yeah, like I said, it goes. It gets hidden power ice. It runs that typically as well. Um, and I have seen Focus Sash sets as well. In VGC, people can run it. Um, they, they'll typically run it fast, just like just like singles. Um, typically Focus Sash, though, because then you can you live for a turn because you're super frail and Garchomp is everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's it's going to hit you with an Earthquake. You're going to get hit by an Earthquake. It's, it's VGC. Earthquakes are coming. And mm-hmm. so uh, the same thing, though. But uh, typically you'll run Sludge Bomb instead of Sludge Wave in doubles. This is, again, because... For those of you who don't know, you get a you get a drop if there's a multi-target move. Um, it's no longer base ninety-five. Then it's like I think it's like a two-thirds drop or something like that. 
Um, Something like that. Yeah, it's it's close to that. And so you do get it. So you want to go for the sludge bomb just so you can single target something like a Tapu Coco and just knock it out. Or a Tapu Fini. Fini, Fini is probably the hardest one to kill. And yeah. So, Fun fact. And, and, and Nihiligo also outruns, uh, it outruns Tapu Lele. So that's another thing to consider. Another crazy thing that I have actually seen used in VGC is Acid Spray. Acid Spray is a decent move, though, for, like, boosts, especially now that VGC slowed down. I mean, uh, there are some Pokemon that will just not switch, and there are Pokemon mm-hmm. that cannot switch because there's only four Pokemon in VGC, and you're just... There, you might be among the only two left, and Acid mm-hmm. Spray, since it drops your special defense by two stages, can allow your teammate to knock something out that it wouldn't, mm-hmm. or can allow just... It's an illegal. If you hit something with Acid Spray, and they don't switch out, and they don't protect, you are killing them next mm-hmm. round, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. So a cool thing about Nihiligo is that it can dominate human hosts and possibly other types of hosts. Yes. Yeah, that it did that to Lusamine. so interesting in the plot. I Apparently, love that there's official artwork for it, too. Yeah. Like, there's official cool. artwork. The only disappointing part of that was that, oh my gosh. Wait, this I'm ties into so the topic. Out. Exactly. Wait, I'm it... so freaked out. And I'm in this weird space, and now there's this giant Pokemon with no, a no, person no, no. inside of it. And so, so I, what I was saying, it, it ties into the topic. If you look at the uh, artwork for Nihiligo when it's uh, yes. combined with Lusamine, look at its yes. coloring. It's very similar to that of Necrozma. It is, uh, actually. Yeah, which is, I find, I, I think that's very interesting. Does that mean Necrozma was somehow tied into that? Like, is Necrozma an Ultra Beast that somehow was absorbed by something else? Whoa! Something else. Necrozma is, so is actually a Nihiligo that fused with a human long ago, but the human never got out, and it got so corrupted that the poison type had no point to exist anymore because it wasn't corrupting the human anymore. So it just sort of like stopped having any need other than just to exist. But the aggression stayed, and it just all fused into Necrozma. Okay, so there we go. Scron said Scron was just saying he wasn't good at speculation, and there we go. Uh, no, I was I was just wrapping but... it up quickly so we didn't spend the next twenty minutes talking about. What <laughs> this, is actually, this is actually super super cool. Like Necrozma could actually be a fusion between the light being and the armor. All right, so. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Nihiligo is unique type combination. It's the only genderless poison type. And it's a rock, the only rock type that can't learn rock slide. And it might be inspired by a jellyfish. I so, love its name, by the way. problems if it controls you, too. Yeah. Uh, so that is going to be it. If you want to hear more about Nihiligo, you can check out PucklePodcast.com, where Sometimes I Fly will write about it because we gave him a good one this week. So... <laughs> Uh, hopefully he, he enjoys having a Pokemon with stats. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna take a we're gonna kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. You 
The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Toros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we will be looking for somebody to get the Green Taurus badge to, but you got to earn it. And for those of you new to the show, the mailbag segment is where we read listener emails. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and have your email read on the show. It's like getting a little bit of the discussion yourself. So um, this week we asked asked you guys – I don't even remember. We asked you what you think about Brock and Misty coming back to the anime. And the week before that, we asked more questions about other things. And because we recorded on a Wednesday last week, we had a lot of emails from that. A lot of good ones. So I wanted to make sure we read those. So let's get right into it. So our first email is going to be from uh, Shira. All right. Hello, Thatch and delectable co-hosts. I like this one because they call yeah. me delectable. You are, you are delectable, Scron. Uh, Aww. It's been a long time. Thank you for for a continuing great show. Uh, so the results from the no holds tourney is up. I've never had an experience so frustrating. The first two days went great. And I ended on 16, 1680 points on day two. Very happy with that. Highest I've been yet. Then the absolute massacre of the third day. I went from 1680 to 1580. Imagine, imagine that kind of pummeling. None of my predictions went right and every move I made seemed wrong. Plus I've never been burnt, paralyzed, flinched, or missed so many moves ever. I got so frustrated and haven't played in days. Do you have similar experiences or any advice on how to keep cool? Sometimes just drink you just, a whole lot of orange juice. Uh, sometimes you just got to take a break, honestly. Yeah, um, I, I try I try to keep Pokemon as like a thing that I do for fun. I know a lot of people try to do it super competitively. Um, but I try – I'm not a very competitive person by nature. Um, Actually, I have legitimate advice. Oh, do it. Tell me. So I'm the type of person who gets super frustrated when I ever lose at anything. So what I do is I play a super relaxing game that you can't lose at, like Stardew Valley or something like that, and play Ooh, that. You can lose that if you lose your money, though. Your life would suck. Um, I'm just giving okay. you crap, Scott. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I want to try to improve VGC 17 format or battles in general to reach 1700, a 1700 rating at some point. I'm currently at 1623 in champion battles. Well, good luck to you. Uh, you, if you want to improve though, actually we do, uh, battles on the Puckle Discord on Fridays where you is running those. So definitely check those out. Um, I really like your battle cast show and always look forward to it. A thing I found unfair was the legal use of Mars Shadow since it's not released in Europe. That thing is terrifying. Another European whimsicott. Um, apparently, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that thing is terrifying. It's fast and hits like a truck and has priority moves. Uh, I really, uh, about... If I think Pokemon will follow you around in the in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, I sure hope so. It added a lot to the game, and the items they found in Soul Silver and Heart Gold is a nice bonus. I'm just not sure if the, we'll see the feature return. Um, I am looking forward to Ultra Sun and Moon, and to see the kickoff of the new VGC 18 season. My favorite player is Barry Anderson, a UK player, because he uses non-standard teams really skillfully. On a girly note, I want boots back as customization. I also hope we get a ponytail hairstyle and keep the Love Disc top because Love Disc is one of my faves Pokemon. I'd love for it to get a Mega. Oh god, it, Mega Mega Love Disc is a little Mola. Um, uh huh. Sure. A, uh, did you see the? There's that. There's the one Pokemon Chronicles episode where yeah. uh, there's two Love Discs and they form like a butterfly and they fly away together. Um, <laughs> it's super cute. Uh, 
On a, on a final note, if you guys and girls need some Pentaflawless Pokemon, please let me know. I've added a list in the email of what I currently have in stock. Uh, I want to make sure I I want to make a spare friend ball comfier for Fluffy since I know she loves it so much, and I'm Aww. making one for my new VGC team. All for now. Regards, Shira. So she what I would recommend, but a good point. Yeah, she should just go wanna, to the Discord. Yeah, go to the Discord and trade if you want to do mm-hmm. that. Because otherwise, everyone's going to send in their emails, and it's we're not we're yep. not an auction house, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I want to add something. I want to add something. So last time Shira wrote in, I thought, mm-hmm. okay, Shira is kind of a girly name, but there's nothing in the email that says for sure they're a girl. And this time there is, so we get to double high five. We not only do a European high five, Shira, we do a European girl high five. Awesome. Woo. Uh, thank you for the thought of the comfy. I, I think I would gladly take a friend bowl one. <laughs> that, that is absolutely lovely. So yeah, let's just, I don't know, catch each other in the Discord. Cool. Uh, okay, so we have this next one from a guy named Don, but he also says, insert cool name here. So who wants to read this one? I do. Oh, Scron, go for it. <coughs> hey there, Thatch and crew. Hopefully I made it. Long time listener, first time right in her. My name is Don. But since this is a chance for me to create an alias, you can call me... Uh, Mr. Do we act- Swagosaurus Rex. Actually, I was going to say Don the Mon, but that one's way cooler. I like Mr. Swagosaurus Rex. Mr. Swagosaurus Rex it is then. <laughs> I'm Actually, a listener. Oh, he's from def- Australia? That changes everything. I'm oh. a listener from Australia, and I've been listening to your podcast <laughs> about the start of the year on and off. However, now more regularly and have quite enjoyed finishing my Monday workday with a new episode of Puckle that magically appears on my phone to listen to on the commute home. I've always enjoyed Pokemon, and I remember enjoying the franchises from a young age as I collected the cards, watched the anime, and played red and blue version on my friend's Game Boys before I got my very own crystal version in GBA a few years later. Thinking back now, I recall now that I was never allowed to save over their game, so memories of speedrunning up to Brock with my level 10 Squirtle before having to go home for the day flood into my brain. In current day, I am quite into the VG scene this year, but I'm still a slow-paced learner as all my Poke friends are way more into the RPG side of Pokemon as opposed to their competitive side. So I'm stuck with YouTube. I've always started watching the X and Y series on Netflix, which is surprisingly decent, but of course most of my anticipations are on Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. To answer this week's question, yes, I think Pokemon will follow you. But alas, I don't think it will be like in Hardcore Soul Silver, because if that feature were to make a return, I feel it would have done so before now. It will probably only be d- done during a small part of the story, if at all, which is a shame. Anyways, I better head off now. Apologies for the super long email. Catch you on the flip flop. Dunderman47. Hashtag Puckle Ten. Hashtag Finally Made It. Oh my gosh! That's Honestly, I, we give him I, so I many names. The best, the best thing we could call him is always insert cool name here. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. What was he? Can I get this next one from Red Seven? Sure. <clears throat> Good afternoon, Thatch and Puckle crew. 
This is Red7 reporting in for another mailbag. Seeing as how I accidentally answered this week's mailbag topic in my last email, I decided to comment on last episode's Pokédex topic instead. A quick Google search of crazy Pokédex entries made me realize just how spooky Pokémon would actually be if they were to exist in real life. Just take a look at Palacent's moon entry. Buried beneath the castle are masses of dried-up bones from those whose vitality it has drained. Oh my goodness! <clears throat> yeah, okay. ghost-type Pokemon are the worst. Like, I yeah. really like Drifloons, because Drifloons, like, adorably awful. Be- it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like this really strange feeling, because it's just like, Drifloon floats in, and it tries to grab children to take to the afterlife. But the children are too heavy! It despises it fat children. children. It dislikes heavy <laughs> children. And it's just like it's just like, oh god. It's hilarious. Amazing. Would you like me to enact this with you, Whimsicott? Why? Oh oh his uh his he's oh. got a little back and forth between a man and his wife. Okay, uh, yeah, sure. I get Do to be the wife, to- right? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'll be the hardworking man. Wow, sweetheart, I'm so glad we finally took that vacation to Alola. You're right, Sugarbun. These white sanded beaches are so gorgeous. Come to think of it, where's our son, little Timmy Toolbag? I thought I saw him making sandcastles closer to the shore, but now he's nowhere to be seen. Oh, Arceus, you don't think something could have happened to our poor little Timmy? I mean, after he was almost abducted by that Driftloon last spring. I'm sure he's fine, dear. We live in the wonderful world of Pokemon, where children leave their homes at the age of ten to train and command literal weapons of mass destruction. A day later, Timmy was reported missing. After a lengthy search which led to no results, hardworking man and hardworking wife accepted the inevitable. Their relationship in tatters, they soon divorced, all thanks to Palacent. True stories. Later days, Red 7. Oh, man. Fun. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, this next one's from the random listener. I love this guy. Howdy, y'all. The random listener here for the ma- weekly mailbag jam sesh. First, though, let's get right on into story time. I'll keep it short this week, considering my email tends to run a little long anyway. Apartment hunting is hard, gosh dang it. Anyway, moving on. So what are my thoughts on Brock and Misty returning to the anime? Well, while it certainly makes me really happy to see these icons of the Pokeverse are making their appearance, I also know it's not going to last nearly as long as I want it to. I understand it's a nod back to the good old days, but I want it more than just a nod. I'm a man who lives and breathes nostalgia, hence my obsession with my GameCube and my soon-to-be and the soon-to-be mine SNES Classic. Having Brock and Misty back for only one episode, if my info is wrong on that, please feel free to correct. I think it's two episodes, actually. Um is like present so I mean it's not that much. Uh is like presenting me with this delectable, rich, scrumdly umptious chocolate cake with a dollop of vanilla ice cream and hot fudge on top and only letting me smell it. Although it's a welcome respite, it's torturously short. That's my two cents on the subject. I'll part with this little thing. With fall just around the corner, hop on to hop on into a mini or mini or bucks cafe near you for the spooky flavor savory flavor of a pumpkin pumpkin spice latte before they sell out in like six minutes. I really appreciate this. Also, Dash, if you don't use scrumdiddlyumptious for your next co-host joke, I'm going to be very disappointed. Scrumdiddlyumptious? I I, I will try to remember. 
Uh, I liked well-meaning. I thought well-meaning was good. Uh, <laughs> Boring. Right. I've um, got this next email, which I assume is in the Calibri font, or maybe it's uh, Comic Sans. This isn't Comic Sans. I can okay. tell you that much. I think it's Calibri then. It's uh, different from out. the other emails. Yeah. <clears throat> from Grimmick Score, by the way. Good day, Thatch and Puppet Cuckle Crew. As I presume most are, I am very excited to see Brock and Misty again. I have been enjoying the new art style of Sun and Moon, especially the insane stills people have captured from episodes, and like the new character models. I am excited to see the battles between Ash and his former traveling companions, and to see what new Pokemon Misty and Brock are with, apart from the previously mentioned Megas. Overall, they look to be really fun episodes, and I'm excited to see where else this show takes us. As always, much love from the Great White North, Grimex Core. Woo! All right. All right. Excuse my random voices. No, I'm okay with it. It makes the emails more exciting. I know, right? Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Whimsicott, do you want to get this last one from Ash? Yes, absolutely. Hello, Puckle. Ash here. Typing this up before Hurricane Irma lands into Florida and I lose our power for about two months. Oh, God. <laughs> stay safe. Yeah, please stay safe. <laughs> By the time the show comes out, Hurricane Irma would have already gone through Florida. So that's mm-hmm. nice. <clears throat> Anyways, mailbag. I am so excited to see Brock and Miss your turn. I've been neglecting to watch the new episodes, but when I saw them in this new design, I couldn't help but fangirl squee. I miss Misty being so angular. The old show was so sharp and pointy in the corners that seeing her surrounded and soft seems out of place with her character. Well, pre-Togepi character, at least. Brock is just Brock. Can't go wrong with him and his jelly-filled donuts. Anyways, I'm glad you like my Bulbasaur haiku. Here's the next one. Little fire lizard, tiny bright frame on your tail, favorite starter. Catch you on the backside of a hurricane, Ash. Don't wow. worry, it's only got a 70% chance to hit. Um, but um, tis. Oh my uh, god, that's no. I'm an awful person. I uh, don't get the joke. Could someone explain it to me? D- wait, really? No. Hurricane, it's a moving Pokemon. <laughs> it's oh, got a 70% okay. accuracy. Uh, ha, ha, uh. Uh, hold oh. some bright powder. Maybe it drops it to like 61%. That's uh, I love this haiku. Did they did they actually manage to read two emails from two female listeners? Yeah, today? actually, yeah, right. Isn't that fantastic? Yes, uh, your power. Yeah, no, we need more females in the community. I'm down for it. Um, I was actually looking at our. Uh, so we'll wrap it up here, guys. If you guys want to email us up, I, I'll, I'll mention this in the next segment. Um, we're gonna. Uh, so we're gonna wrap it up. If you want to email us next week, you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. And our question this week is. What do you think? How do you think the Ultra Beasts are going to fit into Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Let us know. Uh, PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Hey. And yeah, go for it, Scott. What do you say? I think Shira should get the Green Tauros badge because she called me delectable. You know what? We'll do that. Shira, you get the Green Tauros badge because you called Scrawn delectable. Thank uh, you. That, th- these, our, our like standards are just so wildly different every, every week. Um, <laughs> Honestly, she had a really good email. She did that as well. She probably already has it, uh, but who knows? Um, So, 
Hmm. We're going to go ahead and end it here. So if you want to check us out on any of the social medias, you can check us out at Facebook, Puckle Pod, or at Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Tumblr, all Puckle Podcast. Those are awesome things to do. You can find links to those um, on our website as well, PucklePodcast.com. If you want to see more content throughout the week, we've been, as I said, posting videos to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash channel slash Puckle Podcast, I believe is the link. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe. We're doing a lot of battle videos there. If you want to get more into the competitive side, that's probably what we're going to focus on over there at the moment. Uh, we also, when we get a chance to do our uh, Pokemon Tabletop United, we also upload our sessions to there as well. So look out for that. I am all out of episodes for that right now, unfortunately. But By we'll, the get an- way, we'll get another recording strong. session going on. Have you yeah. watched those? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Scron okay. plays a role uh, in those as well, played by I me. I just ignore them because uh, you just do so much def- defamation to my character that I've carefully constructed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, so- if you want to hang out with your boy Scron, come check out around mid-afternoon uh, Saturday... That's when I think I'm going to start streaming and learning VGC. I will have never touched it in the 2018 season. So you get to watch me uh, mess up a bunch. Yeah, on top of that, you could ch- check me, Jushiro, and Shamu out this week on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast because Justin TV is dumb. And so uh, you can check us out there. We ha- we're going to be streaming all week. I'm on Tuesday this week. Jushiro's on Monday. It's a great time. It's a great place to come hang out. And I think right now Twitch is donating bits to uh, to the Red Cross or something like that. Some charity. If you want to go ahead and do that, people really appreciate that. As well as subs being half off for the first month until October. So if you want to help support the show in that way, it's really appreciated. Um, if you want to show support for the show in other ways, you can do, do so by checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. We have rewards. We Patrons get a lot of stuff early. And they will also they also get uh, they just get to first access to me on the Discord server, um, which you can come to as well. Discord, there's an invite link in the description. That's a place to come to, as well as check out our new store um, at T Public, where you guys can buy a bunch of cool Puckle stuff. Uh, soon we'll have all of the uh, Draft League logos up there as well, so you can buy shirts for your favorite Draft League team as you can watch their videos on the YouTube as well. So I think that's it. I think I hit everything. Um, there's a lot of things to talk about now. Um, so uh, that is it here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. I am Trainer Thatch. I am Scrum. And I am the Fluffiest one. It's good. And it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.